and welcome to Weathering the Storm, stories of climate crisis from Alberta and around the world. This series is part of the Community Podcast Initiative in partnership with the Climate Disaster Project. I'm your host, Halumis Klani. And I'm Valeria Babin. In today's episode, we will discuss how the Calgary flood impacted citizens and how people came together to assist one another, as well as how it affected students and their schooling at the time. Ibrahim Ahmed was a student at Queen Elizabeth High School in 2013 when the Bow River flooded over its banks and damaged the school. It was a time he will never forget. Ibrahim Ahmed. Uh, I went to Queen Elizabeth uh, High School dur- during the 2013 uh, River Flood. Uh, my uh, that was my graduating year, and uh, my diplomas were affected during that time. I was 17 years old. Okay, um, and then could you tell me about what you're most often doing um, during the time of the flood or prior to it happening during that period? Yeah, for sure. Uh, during the time of the flood, it was uh, right in the middle of the diplomas. Uh, tests so I was uh, focusing on uh, studying and trying to bring my grades up uh, applying for universities um, that was the main focus I, I had during that time okay um, and then who were you living with at the time uh, I was living with uh, my sister Yusra uh, she was basically a roommate we lived in uh, varsity can you tell me about what school was like before the flood sure it was uh, it was a typical high school you know I'd wake up take the bus over to, to my school, go attend classes, and then if I had a, a study uh, study period at the end of the day, I'd head it early. Uh, it was pretty much the my day. I was also in the soccer team during school, so I would, uh, during the soccer practice, I'd stay after school and, and practice and attend games. And then I, you did mention that you were taking <clears> the bus, so I'm assuming that's your main way to navigate the city, was through public transit? Yeah, during the time. Okay. Um, and then how did the flood affect this? How did the flood affect your, your transit or throughout the city? Uh, well, it was, uh, a lot of the transit routes were affected. And so I had to Google and research different routes that needed to be taken to different places, or I would just not be able to go and just stay at home. But mm-hmm. it was mainly just, I, it would take me a lot longer to get anywhere that I needed to go. Mm-hmm. And where were you staying during this time? What community were you living in? Uh, Varsity Acres. Okay. Yeah. And my understanding, was it affected as badly as, as other communities? It was not, thankfully. Could you describe how you became aware of the flood? Uh, well, it was all over the news and it was like a, a slow, kind of like, not a slow realization, but it was like a quick realization of, oh, this is going to be happening. And then it was, oh, this is happening currently. And when that happened, it was like, oh, how is this going to affect me since my school is in the disaster area? Um, <clears throat> and that's how I, I found out about it. It was just all over the news. Everyone was talking about it. Okay. Could you describe what measures you had to take during the flood? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it was kind of weird for me at the time, uh, but uh, we couldn't use as much water. It was We had to be more conservative with the water we used. Uh that was pretty much the biggest thing that was affected. You know, we had to take quicker showers. Uh, it was, it wasn't like it was being monitored or anything, but it was just, you know, if everyone does their part, it helps everyone out. Of course. Yeah. Um, 
Would you remember seeing or hearing during the time of the flood in that period? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it was all over the news. I even uh, saw like uh, house, uh, videos and my friends uh, would post pictures of their houses completely flooded. It was uh, it was quite a realization that like there's a bigger deal than than if so, some like a regular old flood. Of course, um, and you described um, your friends' houses being flooded. What effect if you can just go into um more detail about that what effect did it have on the other people that you know <clears throat> yeah they a lot of people had to leave their houses uh, since they became uninhabitable uh a lot of their personal belongings were destroyed it was uh it was really tough on a lot of people especially the ones who lived uh, by the boat of course um could you describe what effect the uh, flood had on the school you were in, on, on Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, of course. Uh, like I said, it was during uh, my diploma uh, exam period, so I didn't really have any classes. But I did uh, need to go back to the school to collect some of my belongings and uh, from, from a locker. And uh, I saw that the gymnasium floor had uh, soaked up some like a bunch of water and the floorboards were like curled up and right. warped. Right. From, from the water damage. Um, yeah, so that's like how my school was affected. I, obviously some of my diplomas were canceled as well. And mm -hmm. so I was given the chance to either uh, waive the diploma or take uh, whichever diplomas I wanted to at a different uh, designated school. Okay. Um, how did the flood make you feel about climate change? Uh, it was honestly like... It was, it was not really an awakening since I had like known about climate change, but it was the biggest impact of climate change that had happened on my life since like, so up until that point, it was, uh, it was clear that it was like a real thing and it was, it had real consequences. Of course. Um, what do you think could be done about the climate change that is increasing the frequency and intensity of these kinds of, um, disasters? Um, well, obviously, if we find and uh, utilize more sustainable energy sources uh, that uh, don't uh, heat up our planet would be ideal. That's Ibrahim Ahmed on his experience during the Calgary flood as a student at Queen Elizabeth High School. Now we will hear from Cole Peralta, whose family aided those in need during the time of this disaster. He discussed the impact of the flood on his family and surrounding communities. He'll tell us how his family was able to support those who needed it most. So Cole, could you tell me more about who you are? Uh, my name is Cole, of course. I go to University of Mount Royal and I'm an athletic therapy major in the degree of health and physical education. Uh, right now I'm in my second year and I'm 19 years old. Awesome. It's a pleasure to meet you, Cole. So, could you tell me how old you were when the floods happened? Uh, the floods happened when I was in grade four. I believe I was about nine years old at the time. Oh, so you're quite young then. Um, who were some of the people that you were living with at this time? Just, of course, my uh, mom and dad at the time. And who would you say took care of the most of you? It was definitely a conjoined effort from both of them. Um, at the time, I wasn't really old enough to understand what was going on, so of course I wasn't in too much distress or too scared, but of course my whole family was together during the hard times, just like everyone else during uh, 
the fudge. Awesome. Thanks so much. So, could you tell me how you came to be in the community during the floods? So, um, I was kind of pulled in through my mom and my neighbor. We um, got together one day and they made a plan to uh, help out the people that were struggling uh, the best that they could. And so I was kind of, not roped in, but I volunteered as well to help uh, make a bunch of sandwiches. And we went and handed it out to uh, the other people around the community that were suffering in the downtown area. That's really, really kind of you and your family. I bet everybody appreciated that. So, do you remember what Calgary was like before the floods? Just normal as it ever is. It uh, it was just a nice, safe place. Uh, I don't think anyone ever thought that the floods could happen. Um, you know, everyone was in Fish Creek all the time, walking on the ridge of the river and all that. And so, I don't think anyone ever expected all of those places to be destroyed or gone. Or It was just a nice, normal community where... Uh, there was really no issues. Yeah, it was totally unexpected on the people of Calgary. Um, so could you tell me more a bit where you were staying when the floods happened? Um, I was just in my house uh, in Millrise here. Um, fortunately enough, my house was not affected at all by the floods because we are also super high up and not too close to any of the rivers. So, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, the people of the south really didn't get much of it, so that's really, really great. So how did you realize that there was a flood going on? Um, I actually went to school one day and there was a sign on the door um, saying school's canceled today due to floods. Before that I didn't really have any idea of the floods and what was going on. I was just happy to be missing school. But I later found out through my parents as well just like how heavy of a toll it's taking on the city and what's going on and how disastrous it's, it's becoming. But for me personally the only way I found out was going up to the door of the school and seeing that note on it and just being happy to be able to miss school at the time. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine that's everyone's kind of dream to skip out on a little bit of school, but not for the best cause. So what was the most evident thing to you? Like, could you describe any sights, sounds, or smell that you remember from? Um, not at the time being. I, I definitely remember uh, at the time being there being um, houses destroyed and... Um, roads and pathways, lots of rain, uh, the snow was melting. It was about early spring, I believe, um, or even later spring. But, yeah, I remember pathways being destroyed, people's houses being destroyed, uh, for hearing lots of things on the news. It was just kind of a, everyone was in a panic. I remember people buying uh, waters and stuff, too, to keep for themselves or even give out. But there was just a lot of pressure on everyone and just a lot of things going on at the time. Oh yeah, this had an impact on everybody regardless where you lived, right? So everybody was affected by this in perhaps a small or little way. So do you mind describing the effect this flood had on you? Um, of course I got to miss uh, quite a long time of school. Uh, a couple, I believe even a couple weeks or up to a few months of school. So that took a big toll on my education. Um, I just remember being scared and worried for the people around me and for my well-being as, as well. Um, I knew things were going to be pretty different after that, and so I was just nervous for what was going to come in the future. Yeah, oh my gosh, I know. We were all kind of in the same boat here, so I don't blame you at all. Um, would you by any chance be able to describe the effects that flood had on other people, like some people you may know or strangers? Um, when we were handing out the sandwiches, I definitely saw tons of houses destroyed and flooded. Um, 
my dad's friends with some people that do um, almost like removing water from flooded houses. And so when I went to some of the houses with them to see it, there was water in the basement, water on the main floor. Houses were ripped apart and destroyed uh, closer to like the river area downtown. Um, I just, yeah, I, I didn't know anyone personally affected that badly by the floods, but you could definitely see it. It went through the community and you could just tell how many people were suffering down in those areas, highly affected by it. Yeah, wow, that's, that's a lot to take in. And you were really young at the time too, so I bet this really took a toll on you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just, you know, my first time ever really seeing how bad things can get and how how everything can almost be taken away in an instance. So it was it was kind of my first experience in that area, which was pretty scary. Yeah, I can only imagine. It just makes you really appreciate certain things. So you also did mention that your family was helping out by handing out sandwiches. So what was that like? Um, it was a pretty grueling task, of course. We... Um, my family and neighbor, we uh, had to go buy supplies and we had to make, I think we made upwards of a thousand sandwiches, which was very, very fun to do, of course, but it, was, it took a long time to make them, pack them, um, and help hand them out, but it was really worth it because the, like, we were handing them out to people who just needed a break, like even the construction workers that were working hard all day or just the people that were crowded outside of their houses that needed like just something to boost them up. So. The sandwiches was a really fun idea. Uh, of course, I didn't come up with it because I was young, <laughs> but I'm happy that I was able to take part in it at least the most that I could at the time and uh, really help out. It was a great feeling to help that much. I can only imagine. That's wonderful. I'm so glad that your family was able to help out in this way. So I also did want to ask, how did the floods make you feel about climate change? Um, well, of course, at the time being, I had no idea what climate change was, but uh, now you can kind of see, like... Um, just the effects, uh, you could relate it to water levels rising, and not, of course, here, but on areas with the coastline and just how much damage that water, rising water, and what floods can do to the community and to the people around you, um, even to the economy and everything like that, animals. So this can relate to climate change and just kind of you get to experience what other people get to experience from the effects of this, and it's pretty sad to see. Of course. Thanks for sharing about that. So I also did want to ask, could you describe some of the help that you received during the floods? Um, there was, of course, just everyone in the community coming around and supporting each other. Um, myself, I don't recall ever receiving any uh, support by myself, as I didn't really need any, but you could see that there was many options for people who needed the help, who needed the extra lift up after such a terrible thing. They could... Uh, find that support in others and programs and just each other in the community, which was great. Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, could you describe any of the help they received after the disaster, like, you know, after the floods kind of started settling down? How did that go for you? Um, I do recall going back to school and everyone having a talk about it and uh, them just providing uh, information on how we can feel better if if we didn't feel so well about what events transpired and um, yeah there was just even the news would talk about it so I just remember that there was a lot of things offered which was great to see. Of course yeah it was really nice that there were resources for everybody regardless of your age. Um, could you tell me how you helped yourself during the floods because I know it's important to kind of keep in touch with your family but how did you help yourself? Um, 
I just, I guess, tried to stay positive. I followed a lot from my parents and the people around me that he just had to stay positive in these trying times and just uh, be able to help as many people as you can, but help yourself as well. And by doing that, you just got to do things that make yourself feel good and just, um, I wouldn't say not worry about it too much, but just try to think about other better things that you could even be doing to help others and helping yourself in the same way. I couldn't agree more. I think staying positive in such tough times is really, really important for yourself and your mental being and for the people around you. So what do you think could have been done to help people like yourself if the flood ever happened again? Um, I think that it, it, we've definitely learned from what happened and I think people know what to do um, this time if that ever happened again to just you know, uh, come together quicker for support or how to act on the problem. Um, faster so there's not as much of a disaster um, yeah that's about all I can think of yeah right now everybody's kind of prepared so since we've done like gone through it once I think we've kind of done a better job of preparing ourselves for the next one if it ever happens what do you think could be done about the climate change that is increasing the frequency and the intensity of these kinds of disasters yeah uh, like I said earlier we almost got a, a first-hand experience of what a lot of people are experiencing or are going to experience throughout the world that live on coastlines with ha uh, water levels rising and everything like that. Um, I think we've just learned how devastating they can be and that we should be taking measures in order to prevent them because it's not just important to us but it's important to everyone for our future generations and for the future of the land and animals and everything. Um, yeah, so I think it, us basing like how we should act off of what we've experienced is definitely a, a big key in, in helping resolve the climate change factors. Totally. You know, I think what you said is really, really true, and I, I totally agree. So looking back on the flood, how do you feel about it now? Um, I The only way I kind of remember the flood was just a big... Uh, almost explosion like it was just a big event that happened in the community and it was it was just a wave of people coming together I remember even uh, years after the flood seeing the destroyed pathways and the destroyed areas in Fish Creek and some of those still aren't the same or fixed um, you can even see just by going down to the rivers and stuff just the mark that the flood left and how big it was um, yeah I uh, that's about where I was going with it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I feel like it's been quite a few years now that you've kind of settled in and kind of come with the idea that it's happened and you can't really relive it and just hope it doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. So what brings you hope for the future? Um, like I mentioned earlier, I think for us, we're now prepared to deal with this um, in the best case we can. Um, what brings me hope for the future is just seeing all the actions that are taken from not only here in Calgary to pre to have preventive measures for that, but around the world in order to stop the climate change and uh, rising ocean levels and all those types of things. So I think my hope is just we're learning from experience and we're learning f that we have to stop it now and we have to be able to prevent this from happening again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also did want to ask, so if the flood were ever to happen again, what would you do differently or how would you act now? Um, 
I would definitely feel less worried and scared because I know personally, as selfish as I sound, my house is safe and my family would be safe, but I definitely would be um, one of the first people to go out there and help out as much as I can, whether that be building sand wall, I mean sandbag walls or evacuating people's houses or um, taking part in a company that removes water from houses or even the sandwich thing again. I think... Um, I would definitely do a lot of things the same, like helping as much as I can, but if it were to be different, I think I would act faster and this time act with a little more maturity and knowledge as I'm older and I'm able to make decisions for myself. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of come to the realization that there might be a possibility that this can occur again, so it helps knowing that we're more prepared now and we can learn from the first time and see what we can do better and what we can improve and like manage our ways to help the city of Calgary to do better this time. Absolutely. That's Cole Peralta, one of the individuals impacted by the floods. He turned this crisis into a way to help those who were in worse situations. We're so glad his family was able to support those who needed it most. Thanks for listening to Weathering the Storm, stories of the climate crisis from Alberta and around the world. I'm Haluma Saklani. And I'm Valeria Babin. This series is powered by Shaw and part of the Community Podcast Initiative based out of Mount Royal University. It was produced on the lands that are home to the Blackfoot, Stony Nakoda, and Métis peoples. We recognize the stewards of these lands and we hope to contribute to a better understanding of our environment by sharing the stories of those that are affected by climate change. Special thanks to our partner, the Climate Disaster Project, and to Cole Peralta and Ibrahim Ahmed for joining us. You can learn more about the Climate Disaster Project at climatedisasterproject.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show to hear the latest episodes and discover new podcasts from the Community Podcast Initiative at podcaststudio.ca.